Well, good day, friends. It's another happy day at Working the Dash with TK. And we are on another podcast. And how exciting. We are so excited today because I have a guest with me. And I want to introduce to the entire world uh, none other than Waynell Henson. How are you? I'm great. How are you today? I am very well. Thank you so much for joining Working the Dash with TK. This is another podcast. And for the community of Working the Dash, we just want to tell you today that our topic is going to be plan to fail. Before we jump into the topic, I do uh, want to welcome again uh, the listening audience as well as our special guest. So delighted to have you uh, here with us today. Waynell, just tell us just a little bit about yourself, um, who you are. We know you in the secular industry, corporate industry, as well as in the ecclesiastical industry. We want to know just a little bit about you before we get started. So happy to have you. Let us know just a little bit about you. Sure. Thank you again for having me. It's such an honor to be on your podcast. You are definitely raising the bar for so many of us as you encourage us to really maximize life and really in this space um, to really refocus and think about how we're using our time. So I am incredibly encouraged by the work that you're doing. And again, just the ways that you are pushing us. Um, I am an attorney in Dallas, Texas, and I um, really have an interesting path. I have about an 18, 20 year history um, in corporate America working for two very large food service companies in a sales and marketing role. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And then I took this crazy leap of faith uh, about four years ago and went to law school. And it was the craziest journey. It was the toughest thing I've ever done. But I stand on this side now, really proud of that accomplishment and glad of the spaces that it's allowed me to play in. Um, so that's my secular work. And then from a ministry perspective, I do attend church here in Dallas, Texas. And in my church, I am a Sunday school teacher. And I'll talk about that in just a second. And I'm also one of the administrators at the church. Um, so in my personal ministry, uh, some people know me as that Sunday school girl of that Sunday school girl.com, where I am really seeking the, to change the way that people see Sunday school, that it's not just something for little kids or old people or just because people don't have something to do on Sunday morning and wouldn't love to sleep in, but really looking at how we um, illuminate the lesson train teachers and really make the uh, Sunday school environment one where people are learning, uh, growing, but most of all, kind of like you're doing, taking this information and looking at how do we go out and activate it and use this in our real everyday lives when we leave those sanctuary spaces. So Well, friends, we are here with Waynell Henson of That Sunday School Girl, thatsundayschoolgirl.com, and the YouTube channel, That Sunday School Girl. She is an attorney, and we are just so happy to have her here, and just doing a lot of uh, things that are moving the needle for how we learn and how we study um, the Word of God, but also how we impart and intake into our everyday lives. Now, I want to jump right into our uh, segment here, plan to fail. We have several questions that we're going to ask, um, just a few questions that we're going to um, talk about. And Waynell, thank you so much 
much again for joining us. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much again for having me. It is an honor and I'm excited about this conversation uh, because I believe that it is a time for us to really be thoughtful and intentional about how we are pursuing life. I really do. Awesome. So in the topic plan to fail, what we're going to talk about today is um, I know sometimes um, plan to fail, you know, it sounds a little awkward and sounds a little odd, but plan to fail means that at least we are planning and that we are trying, trying. So what I would like to ask the first question is, uh, wait now, uh, is planning more about a mindset or is it a specific strategy? Help us out with that. You know, that's a great question. Um, I was actually looking at this quote and I know that Benjamin Franklin is given credit for that old adage that if you plan to fail, you're planning to fail. Um, but I really like the one from Sir Winston Churchill that says, um, you know, pretty much you're, you're learning from your past or you're doomed to repeat it. And then there's another one that tells us that you could try like a thousand times and it just means, it, it doesn't mean that you failed. It just means that every time you've had the courage to try, and I think a lot of times we are very guilty of having great ideas, but kind of getting from the ideation to the actual execution is where a lot of us kind of get sideways or sidetracked. And so um, if I had to pick, I'm definitely going to say that it is a mindset. Uh, when you're looking at how you're going to move an idea, you can have the best strategies in the world. And I'll say this, uh, because I do believe that the word of God guides us in what we are to do and even the hows that we do. So the Bible tells us this, that man has many ideas, but God has to breathe on them. But then we also know that, you know, if we have all the faith in the world, but we don't put in the work, that faith is dead. So that's that said, I believe that our minds have to definitely be in the game long before we have the best strategies in the world, because strategies look great on paper. Um, but the how that gets done, I was talking with someone today who is uh, doing some consulting with a young entrepreneur and they came in, they're a team and they want to start um, a new business and on paper and in their minds, it sounds really great but literally to sit down with someone who pushes those ideas quite a bit and talks to you about the great things that you're looking forward to, but also understanding that there could be some bumps in the road and really beginning to think early about how you're gonna approach those challenges when they come, not if they come, but when they come, because again, it's the challenges that kind of discourage us along the way. But when your mind is really around that end game and your mind is in it, no matter what and your mind is made up and you understand that it may not be easy every day but even in those times when it gets really tough i'm gonna have to get up i've got to shake myself off then i go back to the strategy and remind myself that's the what i do remind myself of the what and then go pursue that why again so i really believe it, it's a mind thing you've got to have your mind really fortified for the journey that you're going to take Wow, such a phenomenal answer, um, being that it is a mindset. Yes, we have to shift our minds. And in doing that, your, your answer needs absolutely no, <laughs> no help. Uh, so I'm just going to ask you this to segue into this question. How do we get motivated to move and how do we just get the courage to try? Um, that's a great question, too. I think that so often we sell ourselves 
out of an idea before anyone gets a chance to tell us no. Mm. Um, and I come out of a sales background. So I hear people say, you know, oh, I could never sell. I could never do this. I could never do that. Well, they, I'd ask the question, why? Why don't you think you could do it? Um, it's an item. It's a commodity. It's a widget. Why couldn't you sell this? And most people's biggest concern is that they're going to hear the answer, no. And I always tell folks, well, you already have a no because they haven't bought anything from you. So it takes nothing from you to be willing to get in there to try. And so sometimes that try is literally just taking that first step and doing it scared. I, I think about even when I started my ministry brand, I knew what God was telling me to do. But in my mind, I had all of the reasons that I couldn't do it. I don't know how to build a website. I don't know what it takes to be on YouTube. I don't know all these things that I wanted to figure out. And in my mind, I was saying I couldn't do it because I didn't have the resources. I don't have the money. You know, I don't employ a full-time staff. I am not full-time ministry. And so the courage just to try is sometimes the willingness to put yourself out there and sometimes read a book, go on YouTube. There are other people trying to do what you're doing. So the first thing I always tell folks is you've got to study your craft, whatever that thing is. Literally, if it is something ministry related, if it's something career related, even if it's, even if it's a hobby, you've got to absorb yourself in the culture of that thing that you're looking to do. And that's going to really allow you to see, not that you're trying to duplicate anyone else, but you'll get out there and you'll see that there are a whole lot of folks that are trying and they're bumping their heads and they're just having the courage to get back up. Um, I, I think even about uh, something simple as, lose, as simple as losing weight. Uh, people think about, you know, oh, I've got 50 pounds I wanna lose. That's a huge goal. But I heard another friend say, I just lost five pounds 10 times or I lost 10 pounds five times. But what I didn't do was pick a goal that was so scary to me that I couldn't even get motivated to try. And so I think as we start to uh, kind of make our goals a little more bite-sized, it sort of gives us the courage, if you will, to kind of figure out this piece. And honestly, once you've had success in an area, it feels good to experience that. And you think, okay, I can try this piece. And guess what? The worst thing that you can do is make a mistake. The worst thing that you can do is hear a no. And guess what? That's that space where we get that chance to just get back in the ring and try again. So um, I, I also think about the fact that we don't always um, understand everyone else's journey. So whereas it looks like they're so accomplished and they've done all these great things, if you talk to most leaders or uh, most uh, people who are accomplished in a certain area, they will go back and tell you about those days that were tough, those days that were lean, those days that they had to find the yes even inside of a no. Their journeys haven't been easy, but the difference is they got back up again. They never stayed down. So we have to, just the same again, that's back to that mindset. You always have to be willing to jump in and if you get knocked down, get up again. Well, many see the glory, but you are absolutely right. They do not know the story. 
And so um, with how we are planning and how we are coming into what we are trying to do, it is so important that we just understand that we are on the path that God has given us to lead out. Um, but for those who are trying, those who are planning, those who are trying to execute, we know, please just let us know, tell us how do we develop a clear roadmap for our execution for success. So great endings start with great beginnings, but you literally should start with your end in mind. And I always tell people, literally start in that place of success and carve out what that looks like. How will you know when you've succeeded? If you are starting a business, are there a certain number of customers that you wanna have? Are there certain spaces that you want to play in? If you're a ministry leader, is there a certain growth target that you want to hit? Do you want to cover a certain book of study if you're a teacher in Sunday school? There are all sorts of things that we want to do, but literally starting with the end in mind. Once you know that, I think then you're in a place to start and look at what are the resources that I'm going to need to get it done. And a lot of times, again, we think about the money, but sometimes relationships are going to get you what money can't buy you. Mm. So thinking about the relationships that you may need to be in place. Yes, the money is going to be important. If you have a project that does require money, thinking about how you're going to fund that endeavor, uh, really looking at every resource along the way and being honest about those. Am I connected to Day. Or if I'm not connected in where in the spaces I need to be, what is it going to take for me to get there? Um, I think even as we're road mapping, we cannot underestimate the um, power of our network. Um, so I've become a huge fan even of like LinkedIn. So if I'm trying to accomplish a business objective and I don't have someone in my space today, I am so impressed with the whole idea of six degrees of separation and really getting the people who may have the expertise that I need. And again, it doesn't mean that they'll do anything for free, but even I, I've learned a strategy, for example, of asking someone, you know, uh, just for five to seven minutes on the phone or maybe uh, a coffee break with someone if they're close enough to you but being willing again to find those resources to get connected uh to also think about um how you want to structure the work that you're going to do so again even that idea of losing weight i'm not going to take off this big chunk of 50 pounds but i'm going to think about five individual pieces of the plan where each time I'm gonna lose 10 pounds. So really dividing our work up into chunks that are uh, able to be achieved that are realistic. And even as we're developing that, um, I'm huge on goals. And I truly believe in the model that tells us that goals should be specific, they should be measurable, achievable, realistic, and time bound. So not kind of these big pie in the sky things, but literally every piece of the pie has its own goals associated with it. And how are you going to determine success? How will you know it when you get there? And then how do you then again, go to the next piece? And so again, I think the roadmap has to be broken into the chunks that work for you and that each step along the way you can look back. And I also believe this in the roadmap, build in some celebration. Uh, even as I look at a biblical model, meaning the creation story, as I've studied that, I love the fact that at the end of every day, at the end of every measurable piece of time, even God looked back and he had a personal celebration. He said, that's good. 
And at the end of the seven days, that was the first time he said that it was very good. So um, again, I think if you have your end in mind, you put those pieces in place and keep it, keep it something that you can manage, the spaces that you can achieve and do celebrate along the way. Thank you so much, Waynell. This has just been so encouraging. I certainly appreciate the time that you've taken to um, hang out with Working the Dash. Again, you can you can look up Waynell Henson of That Sunday School Girl on any of her platforms, thatsundayschoolgirl.com, That Sunday School Girl on YouTube. Check her out. She has a plethora of um, items that you can even purchase. They're so fun. She has a lot of fun purchases. And so I want you to support her. I also want you to listen to her every Monday, every Saturday, before you go to Sunday school, even if you go back, it doesn't even have to be the lessons of this week um, or, or that are current. If you go back and just listen to that motivation um, through the scripture, that Sunday school girl has it all for you. And I am so encouraged. I am so blessed. And I am ready to continue the plans on, um, on what God has in, entrusted us with in our hands. We must plan to fail. And that's simply in interpreted moving out into the destiny that God has certainly called us to. Thank you so much, Waynell, for joining me today. Thank you again so much for having me. And I continue to pray for you, celebrate with you, and wish you all the best as you walk out your assignment. Likewise. Thank you, family. Thank you, community. This has been another episode of Working the Dash with TK. We will see you on another time. Have a great day.